Welcome to Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell, bringing you the latest information for families seeking to adopt, adoptees, and women considering placing a child for adoption. Now, with today's program, here is Marty Caldwell. Well, welcome to Let's Talk Adoption. This is Marty Caldwell, and we're so glad you joined us today. I want to um, remind you before we start the program and tell you about our wonderful guest today that uh, you can go to our website, letstalkadoption.com and click on the free reminder. We'll send you an email about upcoming shows. We have some wonderful shows and we also want to hear your questions for um, programs coming up too. So be sure to um, send us your questions over at the website letstalkadoption.com. If you have questions also you can email them to me at info at letstalkadoption.com. My guest today and our topic today is when your dreams are shattered discovering God's bigger dream for you. And um, we have a wonderful guest. She's written a wonderful book, uh, Robin Hink. Uh, the book is called Blessed. It's a B-L-E-S-S-E-D. And we're going to discover um, how, what God's bigger picture is for you. And uh, this is really pertaining to everyone uh, that has a dream in their life, and I believe we all do. So uh, we're going to get on with that in just a minute. I want to give you some information about Robin. She is a passionate student um, and teacher of scripture at Saddleback Church in California, and she's also helped develop the Women of Purpose conferences and has spoken internationally. Uh, she also is a contributing author, author for many prayer guides and curriculum and special programs. She loves sharing her passion for God's Word, and she has some wonderful things to share. She also is married for more than 33 years, and she has six children. She's also an adoptive mother and a grandmother of two. So, Robin, thank you for coming to the show today. Thank you for inviting me, Marty. Well, we're excited, and I know that our staff was thrilled with your book when we had it in for review. Um, when you... The, your book is you call, you call it blessed though it has B period L period and goes from there. Um, correct. How long did it take you to write your book? Well, it actually took kind of a lifetime uh, mm -hmm. to write this book. But when I actually went away to write it, it only took me a few weeks. I had intended actually this to be a legacy that I gave my children. Mm -hmm. I wanted my kids to know what I had discovered to be absolutely true about God through our family's life. And that's wonderful, but it's actually something anybody can apply to any of their lives, too. Absolutely. You know, and, and I want to talk about that. You know, since we're talking about dreams, because this is one thing that, you know, when many of us, when I spoke to you earlier, you had made a quote, and I, I did write this down. I hope I have it right. You said, clearly this advice is for everyone struggling in life. Um, dreams in our life sometimes are shattered, and this is, this is common. We cling on tighter to our dreams. So, you know, when we have those dreams shattered, we're going to talk about, you know, what happens and how you, how you work through that. What were your dreams? My dream was very simple. I was a very simple girl growing up. All I ever wanted was to have a house full of children. Mm. And I just wanted to be a mom. That was it. And I was so blessed when I discovered this fantastic young man that I fell in love with who basically the dream of his heart was to just be a dad and we got married expecting to pop out a whole bunch of kids mm -hmm. and we discovered through three years of trying everything we could possibly try that together we couldn't make babies mm -hmm. and then discovering that we lived in the one county, probably, in the United States, in Colorado, where for a whole lot of reasons, we weren't even able to adopt a child in our county. Wow, that was back then. I hope that's changed in Colorado. <laughs> Colorado <laughs> has, has some tough, tough, Colorado does have some tough state laws but on adoption, but um, I'm, I'm glad to hear that's changed. Absolutely. So what, what did your husband and you decide to adopt, and share a little bit about, you know, you adopted six children mm -hmm. internationally. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that, you know, that's part of God's bigger dream for our life is mm-hmm. that because of the circumstances, because of the waiting list at the time and, mm-hmm. and all of the, the circumstances that we had, we never even had heard of international adoption before. Mm-hmm. And yet one day on the news, I saw this incredible news uh, report of children that were coming into Denver from, at that point, Vietnam. I read that in your book. Yeah, you write about this. So tell us what happened. It, you know, for me, it was just an eye-opener. The m- mom on the television was being interviewed, and she was crying and had her brand-new baby from Vietnam in her arms. And the interviewer said, you know, how long have you waited for this child? And she said, oh, I've waited so long. I've waited six months. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I've been waiting three years for a baby. Mm-hmm. And I called my husband, and that was God's plan for us. Mm-hmm. We had been trying our own way of having children, but God had this better plan for us. And um, as I say in the book, things started happening really fast. And mm-hmm. within the next seven years, we had six kids in our home. Wow. And, and Vietnam is now opening up again in, yes. you know, in, in this year, so that's really great. And they're making Very it exciting. easier. It is. So when you adopted, you went through some challenges. And, you know, how did you find that – how did you actually come to adoption? Because I have a lot of people – I did some work yesterday with a couple that he doesn't want to adopt and she does. And, you know, and it's very difficult. How did you come to a piece that this is what you both wanted to do? You know, I think that that's kind of the heart of what I try to say in this book, Marty, is that regardless of whether our dreams are adoption or children or our business or whatever – for many of us, it comes to a point that just nothing else is going to work. Mm-hmm. And it's God's way of saying, would you stop trying on your own efforts to do what I want to do in your life in a bigger and better way than you've ever thought? Mm-hmm. For, for me, it took a little bit longer. I had just thought the idea of having a baby was what my dream was, what my goal was. Mm -hmm. My husband is an engineer, and if any of your Mm -hmm. listeners are engineers or know engineers, you know, they're very mathematical thinkers. And for him, he plus me equaled a family, Mm -hmm. and and he didn't care how it happened. So for for us, it was a matter of God softening our heart over time, Mm -hmm. of closing doors over time, Mm -hmm. um, for us to realize, oh, my gosh, there's a better way for us. Mm-hmm. And when I look at my children now, and they are all grown, and I'm, uh, as you said, I have two grandchildren and a third one on the way, and we have a family that's multiracial and multi, multi-ethnic and, mm-hmm. and from all over the world. When I look at my kids, all I see is my family. Mm-hmm. I don't see their countries, or I just see my family. Mm-hmm. And God had such an amazing way that when I think about if I could go back today and change and do it my way, I would never do it because our experience and our adventure has been so much bigger and greater and exciting than what my way would have been. Right. And so I think that happens with so many people, even if you're not, if you're not in adoption. I know we have a lot of non-adoptive uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, interest people uh, listening uh, that I talk to, I, I meet, and they say, I love your program, and, and but I'm not interested in adoption. I just gather so much. And I think the hope that you give in your book and, and overall is just basically discovering God's bigger dream for you and not dying with that dream unmet. Absolutely. And uh, I think that's extremely... What does BLESS stand for? I mean, how would you come up with that title? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be honest. The title came from a verse that's always been very, very dear to me, and it's Luke 145, mm-hmm. which says, You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. Mm. And this is a verse that was said to, to Mary, the mother of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that verse meant so much to me because 
the blessing comes from believing that God's going to fulfill his promises. And so as I looked back on my life when I was writing this, and as I told you, I was writing it for my kids Mm -hmm. because I knew that regardless of what their dreams were for their life, someday they're going to have a dream that's shattered. I wanted them to know the path to finding God's dream for their life. And so bless Mm -hmm. starts with believing, that's the B, in God's goodness. We have to believe that God is good or we won't go on with the other steps. Mm -hmm. And even if our experience with God is that we, we doubt his goodness, we have to be willing to believe mm-hmm. that he's good. And then the L is letting go of your own agenda. Mm-hmm. We have to get to a point where we finally say, my way's not working, and let go of our agenda so we can see what God's going to do. And then the E is embracing reality. And what I mean by that is facing where we really are in our life, not where we want to be, not where we hope we should be, not what's politically or culturally correct, but really looking at our life and saying, where am I in my life? What's really happening? And then the first S is seeing from God's heart. And that means realizing God's perspective is so much bigger and more different than ours that sometimes blessings are going to come in the most unusual uh-huh. and, and strange places. And then the second S is staying where you are. And that's really the Bible talks about that is perseverance. Once God begins to, to show you his will and, sh- and begin this dream in your life, Sometimes we give up too early when things get hard. Exactly. We're in such a fast-paced world where we can just change things and click a channel and, you know, uh, uh, supersize things that it's hard. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Instant messages, you know. Right, right. And and, and yet God's work is often slow, and God wants us to learn how to rely on him in those times. And so we need to stay where we are and then expect to be blessed. You know, one Mm -hmm. of the things that begin to happen when you truly give up your agenda and truly start seeing that God is filling your life with blessings, whether you realize it or not, and staying there long enough to hear his voice, mm-hmm. to see his direction, is suddenly you realize, I am being blessed every day, and I get up in the morning, and I expect to be blessed. Right. I don't mean that mm-hmm. in a selfish way. I mean in that in a realizing that every moment of my life, God is pouring out blessing. The fact that we have gravity <laughs> is a blessing, and there's there's blessings all around us and so expect to be blessed and then finally ending with the d in blessed which is we live a life that we really do see that everything has come from god that he is good and so we dedicate that life to christ and others begin to see the truth of god's goodness in our life see and that is just so important just those that that blessed that acronym for blessed it just it's so very important you know, we have some more things we want to share with people on how they can be blessed, but we're going to take a quick break when we come back here. Robin, um, I want you to share more with, with our uh, listeners on how they can be blessed, too, when their dreams are shattered. Absolutely. We'll be right back. has a plan for each of us. Sometimes we simply aren't sure what that is. Many Christian families are struggling today with infertility and pregnancy loss and feel forgotten as to God's plan for their lives. Is God trying to convey His plan to you? Perhaps He is trying to lead you to another path for building your family. Christian families are being built every day through the miracle of adoption. There is hope and there's a child for you. Visit lifetimeadoption.org 
or call 530-432-7373 to learn more about welcoming a baby into your heart through adoption. Well, welcome back to Let's Talk Adoption. I'm Marty Caldwell on KFIA AM 710. And if you just joined the program today, we're talking with Robin Hink. Uh, she's an author of Blessed. Um, and we're discussing when your dreams are shattered, discovering God's bigger dream for you, something that uh, all of us can apply to our life, whether we're seeking adoption or we're parenting or we're just getting on in life, sometimes struggling. Um, before we continue, I want to remind you, too, of a book that a lot of people ask about, AdoptingOnline.com. is a book I wrote for Hopeful Adoptive Parents. It's a resource guide with over 1,200 adoption um, sites on it and lots of tips on how to save money and stress and finances for your adoption. So if you're interested, you can go to the website, adoptingonline.com, or you can find it at your local bookstore online. Uh, just Google it, and um, if you go to the website, you'll get $10 off, and uh, the book is guaranteed. So uh, we want to make sure that uh, you enjoy it. So I hope that does uh, help you, too. Robin, um, before we left on break, you were talking about the acronym basically for um blessed and you know we all need guides in our life and of course you know the bible has some wonderful guides in there but we need a lot of it broken down into simple everyday language today with life being so busy and and hectic too um you know many of us really struggle with having our own agendas you know um why do we need to let go of our own agendas if we're going to discover god's bigger dream for our lives you know in our culture especially in america today but but in uh, even around the world we do live a fast-paced life, but we live uh, messages that we hear about just go for it, hang on for uh, all you can get, and we have this control issue. We want to control our lives, mm-hmm. and so we come up with these agendas for our life that are based on our dreams, our past, our culture, but so often God has something entirely different planned for our lives, and the harder we hold on to our agendas, the the more control we slips right out of our fingers and one of the the big things that i discovered was that i wanted things my way i mm-hmm. wanted to do things my way but god did have a better way but i i didn't trust in his goodness i didn't trust that his way mm-hmm. was going to be better and so the harder i held on the more frustrated i became the more bitter i became until finally I had to wake up one morning and realize I had no control over what was going on in my life, no matter how much I thought I did. Yeah, and it's, it's very true because I see, you know, I mean, even the fast food restaurants say, have it your way. <laughs> and, and I see, you know, birth mothers we work with that want to hold on or girls that want to hold on to a guy that's wrong for them. Yes. And I just counseled with a young girl yesterday in her teens, uh, you know, really that if you're sticking with a guy, for example, that's not right for you, you're missing the wonderful person that God has for you. Absolutely. And so often that has to do with our dream. Mm-hmm. We want that guy to be the guy. Mm-hmm. We want our way to be the way. And and the thing is, God does have a better way. So uh, to let go of our agendas is so important. But before we can do that, we really do have to be willing to believe that God has a better way for us. And that's where that faith comes through. And that's hard because some people think, oh, well, God has let me down in the past. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I, how can I trust God? And, and I can't see him. And I can't. And I. So what do you how do you address that? You know, uh, one is you really do have to get into the Word of God. As, as you said in your introduction to me, I'm passionate about God's Word. And I have found that God is true to all of his promises. But here's the, here's the catch on that. 
we sometimes think that God has promised things that he never has. And so when those things don't happen, we think, well, see, this God thing is a myth. It isn't true. Or else we think God is true, but he's not good. Mm-hmm. Or he's is, forgotten us, you know. He's forgotten us, absolutely. Or his idea of good is not what my idea of good is. Mm-hmm. And, and so really, truly, the thing we have to first do is get into the Word of God, mm-hmm. find the Bible that we can read that, that may be a translation that makes sense to us, get to know the Father of the universe, get Mm -hmm. to know our Savior, Lord Jesus Christ, and get connected with a body of believers who can help us in this walk. We were not meant to walk this way alone. Right, and a good uh, Bible-believing church, too. Some Christians expect never to be disappointed with God in life. You know, how do you address that? Because that's not true. (laughs) It's just not true. I address that really with some humor, too, because, you know what, again, getting back to the Word of God, all through the Word of God, we see people who thought God was, was going to do something for them that he never promised he was going to do. All you have to do is pick up the book of Psalms and start reading some of those Psalms where mm-hmm. David was crying out, Lord, why is this happening to us? The, the, the issue, again, and, and I know it, it sounds redundant, but is to believe that God is good. Mm-hmm. And the things that disappoint us on this world, in this life, they will lead to victory mm-hmm. if we persist long enough in it mm-hmm. and we rely on God's path during those times. Mm-hmm. We stay obedient to what he has said to do. We stay faithful. And if we have those times of doubt, because we all do, mm-hmm. that's why it's so important to belong to a group of believers. Support the support. You need the support because, Absolutely. I mean, even the strongest um, clergy and, and people have doubts and they have to be around people that say, you know, it's okay. It's going to be all right. And God hasn't forgotten you because he's working in the back of the scenes. You know, uh, when we're, we're sleeping, he's working on our plan and our tapestry of life. Absolutely. In fact, mm-hmm. Marty, that's really one of the reasons that I wrote this book, as I said, first for my children and then realized it was a message for other people. Mm-hmm. My book is a book that, that shows you there's hope. Mm-hmm. And I'm very honest about the hard times we went through, the mm-hmm. struggles we went through. But I wanted to chronicle in this book that if you are persistent, if you persevere through this, that God is good to his word and that there are ways of hanging on and trusting God and that he can be trusted and he can be believed. And mm-hmm. so my hope is that this book is one of those sources that when people find themselves in a situation where their dream, their hope, their plan has been shattered or, or disappointed somehow, that they can see, hey, look, her plans were disappointed. She went through some really hard times, but look, God was faithful through those times. Yeah. It's not easy. I don't want to give it a, mm-hmm. a message saying, oh, it's a breeze. But, it's not. But it's, it's it's still not easy if you're not in God's will. You it's know? impossible if you're, if you're not If you're bucking your head will. against the wall, <laughs> constantly hitting yourself against the wall, that's painful, too. It's it's Yes, and there's no point to doing that. Yeah, you're going going against the flow, and it's going to be more difficult. Exactly. So, you know, life is, there's never been a, you know, a, we're never happy all the time. And I always tell my kids, if you can be happy just for moments during the day, stop and see the joy and the blessings in that moment. Um, you may have other things happening. It's like it's like working all day long and not stepping out long enough to look at the beautiful sunset. Absolutely. You know, and, and waiting because if we don't stand in that place, we're not going to see the sunset. We just see the sun coming down our eyes and it's too bright. We put our sunglasses on and block the sun. 
And if we don't sit there long enough, we'll never see that beautiful sunset and uh, the close of another wonderful day that we're alive. Absolutely. And realizing so, that God may have made that sunset just for you today because you needed right. that assurance that he knows what you're going through right. and he's there with you. And there's a time and a season for everything. You know, I'm gonna, I know as we're getting wrapping up here on our interview and I could talk to you for another hour, um, you know, what, what suggestions do you have for people that have um, listeners that we have that maybe are struggling today with shattered dreams of their own? I, would, I mean, about, you know, we know got getting into the word, but, mm-hmm. you know, what else can you give them to take away today? Mm-hmm. I really would give them um, a word that God cares, mm-hmm. that God knows that your dreams have been shattered, and God does have a bigger dream for you, mm-hmm. and that he wants to meet you right where you are today mm-hmm. and show you your next step. And that next step will lead to the next step, which will lead down the road to you looking back someday and realizing that this time of pain and and this time of disappointment really was the beginning of a bigger dream and a better life for you, whether Mm -hmm. it seems that way or not. And that Mm -hmm. it's okay to get angry and it's okay to get afraid, but know that the God of the universe cares and loves you and has called you beloved. Right. And I think that's really important just to be able to have that too. Um, you know, that, that people do know that and that they take that away today because we are in a fast paced life and we are seeing so many messages all day long on the road and on our instant messaging and our emails that we really aren't taking a time just to go outside and, and look up and just have some time you know, solitude. And I know that's another thing I ask you about. You talk about solitude, that yeah. discipline of, of spiritual solitude. Can you share with us a little bit about that? Yes, uh, the discipline of solitude is something that spoke to me um, probably 30 years ago. I began to spend times where I would schedule a time. Sometimes it's an hour. Sometimes now that my kids are grown, I have the luxury of a whole day Mm. um, where I simply got away from everything, and I'd have to get away from my home. Where'd you go? Well, you know what? As a young mother, this was great. I had some friends that that had learned about the, the importance of getting away to be quiet with God and actually listening for God Mm -hmm. um, instead of always doing the talking. And we would actually trade houses. Hmm. And and I would go to my friend's house with all of her kids and Hmm. and spend a day taking care of her kids in her house while she'd go to my house, which now would be quiet, and she could spend the day there. The great thing about getting away from home is that you don't look around and you don't say, ooh, I need to throw in that load of laundry. I'll do Mm -hmm. that while I'm doing this. Right. Um, And so it's fun to be able to trade homes or sometimes go to the park or even the library. I have to say the library is one of the escape places I go. And I also have a favorite spot that very few people know about that, uh, you know, look for places in your community. There is, Mm -hmm. in the hospital, there is a a waiting room. (laughs) It's a very quiet waiting room. And I've even escaped to the chapel at the hospital because no one can find me there. So now it's out in public. That's where I go. But uh, (laughs) you'll have to find Exactly. But I think you're right. Just having a little bit of time that you can really hear God because in our busy life, we need to turn off the phones and the pagers and the IMs and the you know emails and get that time, too. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's important. Let's let's tell people where they can find Blessed. Where can you find your book, Blessed? Blessed by Robin. Yeah, H-E-N-K. H-E-N-K, Robin, R-O-B-Y-N. Mm-hmm. H-E-N-K. It's on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I know, um, Borders, uh, Barnes & Noble's carrying it. Many Christian bookstores are, mm-hmm. are carrying it. Uh, they can also go to my website, which That's, is mm-hmm. blessedtobelieve.org. Mm-hmm. Blessed and, to Believe, okay. And there's org. a link on there where they can link to get the book as well. 
Okay, well, that sounds great, Robin. So the book is blessed, and you have blessed us with your knowledge today. And I just, God bless you and your whole family. And thank you for being on the program for Let's Talk Adoption because uh, we do need to hear um, these wonderful messages now and then. Thank you thank so much, you Robin. Thank you for inviting me, Marty. Uh huh. Take care. Well, it's been a wonderful half hour with you, and we have another wonderful show planned for next week. So I hope you'll join us next week when we bring you Let's Talk Adoption with lots of information to help you through your uh, through your adoption or through your parenting relationships and things like that. So this is Marty Caldwell, and uh, email information or questions to me at info at letstalkadoption.com. Until next week, God bless you. Have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell. For more adoption information, visit LifetimeAdoption.com or call 1-800-923-6784. That's 1-800-9-ADOPT-4. And tune in again next week at the same time for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell.